This podcast is meant for mature audiences only. Ladies and gentlemen, red, white, and blue. This is not a news source. We are an all-American podcast for the people, by the people. Just a few friends sharing a beer, shooting from the hip, discussing our thoughts on today's news, current events, and pop culture. The opinions and views that we are expressing at this time are ours alone. They do not reflect the opinions of our employees or anyone else. So sit back, relax, grab your crew, and get ready for some red, white, and blue. Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Red, White, and Brew, baby! Episode number 43, Quattro Tres. In regards to our nice little border, we gotta get more ethnic up in Mi this gente. bitch. Adios Mi mio. Gusto. <laughs> That's all I know. Adios That's mio. all we get. <laughs> Adios mio. Adios mio. <laughs> Once again, ladies and gents, you got your boy Big Daddy Ryben. And to my left, I got my boy. Yo, it's Lotto. Good standard old Lotto. Mm. And. Coming to you live once again in the Jim Morgan's Rape Lounge. I mean, lovely lounge. We got our next special guest. Jim Morgan. Himself. Fucking strong. Good old Jim name. Morgan, right? <laughs> like a nice, strong, Caucasian, like, Irish. Western. Good Irish stock. Yeah. Man. Yeah, you know, you can definitely tell he has a couple Roth IRAs and all yeah. types of different savings accounts and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. He's and, got investments. Yeah. Well, speaking <laughs> of that, Jim, why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself a little bit? Uh, I work at, um, in a surgical suite. And uh, I'm basically a whipping boy. Oh, listen, I know. <laughs> I too know what it's like yeah. to get whipped once in a while. Yeah, you just don't do it at work. It's not at work. I've been there 22 years. Before that, I uh, was an EMT for a long time. And, wow. Uh, Jim was my... Um, so you've seen some shit. Yeah, seen some shit. Jim was my gauge when uh, corona, everything with Corona went down because he works in the ER. So I right. went over and I was like, bro, what's going on? And so I've been kind of just feeding off, off of... That because you, when you know somebody that's seeing what's happening, it's it's been a little better. So well, with the China virus from the pandemic, yeah, I said it. <laughs> um, I got a funny story about that. I don't know if I ever said it on air, but my mother, she obviously, you know, she owns a couple of daycares, right? So I actually do know that. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, don't go there. Don't go there. Yeah, you do. No, Maybe we should it. be worried about that. As a matter of fact, anyway, um, in twenty twenty. Actually, no, the virus hit 2020, right? Mm-hmm. So in 2019, in like October of 2019, she had, uh, she has a couple like Asian, uh, kids in her schools, right? In October 2019, they, the, there was a brother and sister. They both left for about a month, right? So, and that was like right around the time where you started hearing whispers about this coronavirus or this weird, Flu yeah, thing, it was like you know, SARS, like this mythical SARS thing, right? Was virus, it, you know, yeah. the H1N1? It, nobody knew what it was, really, technically. So when they came back to school, it was around like late December. It was actually right after the Christmas holidays. Yep. They came back in January, right? So my mother, uh, my mother is basically like me. So she goes up to the parents and she was like, "What happened? You guys had like the coronavirus or something?" Not, you know. And then my mother said, "You know, I didn't think of it at the time, mm-hmm. but when I said that, the family was uh, like, they saw a ghost, like." They just like, they shut up. They like opened their eyes up, as not racist as that sounds. <laughs> and they were just like, and they said, word for word, they said to my mother, she goes, 
I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And my mother's like, yeah, all right, whatever, all right. Your kids are fine. We're good to go. They're, they're feeling better now. They're like, yeah, got to go now. And then, like, two weeks later, they took him out of school and they moved. Oh. So... They, they, knew, in, they knew it was coming. Well, they're international yeah. bankers, too. Oh, they So, knew, they, so they were international yeah. bankers for, guess where? China. <laughs> so, my, and, like, my mother was like, you know, I, know, I didn't put two and two together, but now she's, like, sitting back, she's like, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's my fun fact right. about. Well, the thing about that, and then, you know, I want to get to the next thing, but right before the pandemic hit was... It wasn't Chinese New Year, but it was like a holiday in China. Yeah. So a lot of actually, where a lot of Chinese people actually go home. Yeah. Right? And that's actually how, when when they all started going back. Right. Right. Like that's where they got the sections of Italy have a lot of Chinese yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. And so when they went back, right. right, you're going to international airports or whatever. One hundred percent. Boom. That was Spread the city. That yeah. was the original super spreader right there. Right. right. That was and right. They shut down the city of Wuhan, but they didn't shut down the rest of the country. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so you could. It was already long out of there. Right. The cat was already out of the bag. And what's point. funny about that is, is because according to our Democratic leaderships and our New York State Surgeon General, um, when the Chinese New Year came to America, you were fucking racist as fuck if you didn't go down to Chinatown and celebrate with them. Yeah, because yeah, our president was yeah. was a, yeah. a xenophobic, racist, blah 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 blah. So you know that just shows you a little bit of optics. But before we get super fucking doom and gloom, let's start this episode <laughs> the right way this time. Right, little clank and drink. Clank and drink them. Look at that. Think of drink So today we're having um. Smithix and Sons. I thought it was Smithix. 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 What did you just say? Smithix. Smithix. What kind of fucking Irishman are you? I'm not a good one. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, so in honor Drink of... Drink more and you call it Smithix. <laughs> <laughs> Drink more and you just call it Smithix. Yes. So in honor of uh, this being our last episode in the holy month, mm-hmm. we drank a nice standard fucking Irish brew. Now, personally... When I when I think of Smittix, I think of like hole in the wall dive bars where you know you pull you, you get yourself a Smittix like two a.m. that nice stale rusty Smittix. <sighs> I never heard of a Red Ale to be honest with you of like a Smittix. I think Red I've Ale. seen it. I don't really think I'm just I just haven't. Bought well, maybe it. I've seen it, but I never drank it before, and I'm kind of I'm, like, I'm digging it. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's well, we like Red yeah. Ale here. Yeah, so. yeah we I'm, always like we're saying. I'm thinking like you're on Katona Avenue, right? You know, in Woodlawn, and it's about after midnight. Mm. <laughs> and you're tapping some Smittix. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, you're not, seems not like all a, you're tapping. Right. Seems like a good right. idea. To if, you're, if you're tapping <laughs> Smittix right. in the middle of the night, that's not the only thing you're right. tapping. You tap, and then you're getting a sturdy Irish broad. The dark yeah. tournament's already over. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That fucking, that fucking Irish 4.5 girl is looking <laughs> like a fucking 8.2 baby. She's climbing the you're ladder. Yeah. Yeah. Climbing 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 with every glass. And you know what? It's like, this isn't even that strong of a beer. It's only 4.5% alcohol, as a matter of fact. But you know how Thank God. Yeah. Yeah, thank God. You know how we feel about our Ruby Reds, but did you want to do a little bit of brew talk? Well, first I want to say 4.5 is perfect, and we should never have whiskey. Yes. <laughs> there's no learn. rules. Sky's not here. Sky's there not is here. no rules. But there's only one rule. Right. There's one rule. No whiskey in podcasts. <laughs> Them's the rules. That's why it took so long to get out, because the editing was a mess. <laughs> the things that... I'm going to have to have paid content for people to actually right. hear the parts that I have to cut out. <laughs> I hope one day when we're famous, that could be like a dark episode. Right. Like, yeah. You know, like... <laughs> dark days. Well, maybe like when we're really famous and we get canceled because of that episode. Like, Mama, I finally made it. Yeah, I, made I got it. canceled. Right. <laughs> Hold on a second. We got this out of the vault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Buckle up, kids. <laughs> so speaking about how fucked up, like the fucked up things you said on that episode... Uh, 
you mentioned something a little crazy to me, Lotto, about like yeah. in Irish culture in Ireland about pubs and stuff. Yeah, right? so I, I've been calling it the the Irish defense, but it was something I had read on pub culture, and one of the many reasons that people enjoyed going to pubs was you could talk shit, right? Same right. reason we like it now, but it wasn't really legal to say a lot of the things you could say in the pub because there was some leeway. You know, somebody comes down, you were talking shit about, you know, dear mother England. Right. Like, yo, he was off his fucking, he was off his rocker. Dude was fucked up, man. He was right. drunk. Right. It, it happens. You know what I mean? So there's almost like a pass. And it made me think about, you know, like, it made me think about this new defense I'm hearing all the time with, uh, most, Tucker actually, Carlson has used it too, but the most recent is Sidney Powell going, the, no reasonable person would really believe that what I'm saying is oh, the truth. Oh, so, so the Andrew Cuomo. Right. I didn't yeah. really realize, like, what I was saying and doing was so bad. Right. But, oops. You know, making her sing Danny Boy wasn't racist. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> it was St. Patrick's Day. It's right. their song. It's basically yeah. their national the anthem. The part was telling her to take her top off. That was <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine. Totally Let fine. see those red nipples. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's more like bubblegum pink. Let's be real, bro. <laughs> yeah, Let's be know. real. Bubblegum pink innies. <laughs> We've all had our fair share of 2 a.m. fucking uh, Schmittix 4.5ers. 4.5 Colleen's. Bridget. But you know what? Hey. You know what I love? You know what I love about fucking Irish culture is that because that tradition is kind of like still like a like a like viable like thing that still happens today. We've all been down this road because let's be real. Like how many times have you ever been in a bar? And like you're talking shit about like one of your friends because you're with some girl and you're trying to and you're drunk you're not even thinking about it or you're just talking shit about some girl or, or you're just talking shit about people that you're not even whatever because you're at a bar you're shooting the shit you're drunk you feel like fucking right. Superman freedom right no harm no foul right and then like the next day you, when you get checked on it you're like I was so fucking drunk I was at the was bar hammered, like nobody right? nobody was even listening to me I was so fucking drunk at the bar like, you, you know believed what? me. What? Right. Come on. Which you know, is pretty like, much why we drink every episode. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> that's the rules. I can't you can't be held accountable. You can't hold us accountable because we were drunk at a pub. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. A rape pub, if you want to really think about it. <laughs> well, like the, the Gilmore Lounge in New Rochelle is this. I fucking love this place. This is my new home bar. We show up right today. Um, I texted Jim because, you know, Scotty was, you know, on the. Uh, He's on the injured reserve list. <laughs> you can't say the DL anymore because, because cancel culture and woketh nation will not let you say disability list anymore. Right, but disabled we, so, list. We show up and I and I texted you, uh, Jim, and you know I just walk up to the garage and I open the garage <laughs> and I start taking beers out and Ryan comes in and he's like, um. I was like, I don't even, I don't know if he's home. I don't know. If, <laughs> I texted him, but I don't know if he's home. He's like, you have the passcode? I was like, yeah. yeah. yeah That's standard Westchester yeah. Caucasian shit. Like that. that wouldn't fly. Hey, I helped hang months. these lights. He helped me build the bar. I can tell. Yeah. I can definitely tell you helped hang, hang these lights. Well, he helped me build the bar, too. And he helped me with the ideas of it. You know, yeah. so and I hung While sitting down drinking beers. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much the... Uh, the status, but yeah. So as far as the, the defense goes, it feels like that that's the new thing of just being like, well, no reasonable person could believe anything I say, and I don't know if that is true for Sydney, right? For for Powell, right? I don't know if that's if she just this is the defense that's going to work, so that's what I'm going to do, right? Or are you really um, like, do you really mean, or do you really mean that, like, you don't have the well, evidence? Right. Both are problematic because if she didn't mean it, but she went this far down the legal road. To push her case, and now turning around saying, 
Oh, I didn't mean it. Well, first off, what can you believe? Bro? First off, this is 2021, so hashtag believe all women. Oh, <laughs> stupid. So let's be real. You're stupid. <laughs> believe all women unless hashtag she's a Democrat. Me too, too. <laughs> <laughs> me as well. Yeah. <laughs> but so that's, I mean, but that's the thing about you know no reasonable person. So what what was the second part? Because you said if if she went down that far down the rabbit hole. Oh, well, I think this is her defense because she sees the gallows, that no matter if it is true, they're going to hang her for it. So she's gotten into, like, such a no-win situation. It's like, you might as well back out with your life. Absolutely. She is now just, like, turning tail and running. And she will say anything to save her hide. I have no clue who we even fucking talking about right now, to be honest with you. Sidney Powell. She was the lawyer for Donald Trump. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, I'm thinking of Sidney Powell. uh, I'm thinking of of somebody totally different. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I was thinking of Colin Powell. I was totally thinking of Colin Powell right now. He's over there like, is she now Colin Powell? Right. Is that how he identifies? Well, that was the whole thing. Like, you know, hey, here's the we'll start a war on this information, but it's wrong. Right. Oh, oops! That's almost like uh, yeah. that's almost it's almost like the Mueller report. Yeah. Like, hey, off of some bullshit intel funded by the Democratic National Convention, we got nothing. Called a uh, dossier. Oh, did you see Donald Trump's tweet about uh, Durham, the Durham report? No. So that, remember the whole thing, Durham, the guy from Connecticut was going to investigate the Russian collusion hoax right. in the FBI. Right. Still not out. Did, oh, was he like, is he so, still alive? Well, Trump yeah. said, is he still alive? Is well, he, maybe he got cleaned. Is he still alive? Did he get cleaned? Well, he's not doing much, you know? Mm. Well, I think everybody's in, I mean, now that Biden's in, right? Right. And, and sort of. He's, well, <laughs> I mean, right. yeah. Define oh. now that Biden's in, by the way. <laughs> well, he, Biden is a figurehead. Right. right. He's a puppet. Right, but he's he's off the strings a little bit. I don't know if you saw. So he's got a, no strings to hold him to the podium. Speaking speaking of Joe Biden, that's a perfect way for me to fucking lead into my American hypocrisy segment this week. Okay, because I have a fucking beef with I'm not even just the left or the center or the right. I have a beef with people who literally filleted and sauteed Donald Trump for every. Little thing he did. You know how many times we heard unfit for work, unfit for duty. Um, uh, look at him golfing, this and that. World War Three is coming. Rocket Man. Yeah, we'll be cool. at war in a month. Isn't he's it funny? Did, and he's the only one who did not start a new war. Right, and actually ended one yeah. and brought yeah. troops home. But isn't it funny how for the last four years the rhetoric and fear mongering that we had to hear. Is actually happening now under fucking Joe Biden. And I don't even want to say because it's fucking Joe Biden. Because did anybody see that press conference that if you even want to call that that happened this week? It's sad. It Bro, was, I, it was difficult. I have a fucking problem. Because you people were like. This what do you mean is, you people? Well, you people. <laughs> uh, whatever we want to put it that way. Because, because when Donald Trump was in office. When Donald Trump was in office. You were like, this is the leader of the free world. He's an embarrassment. He, uh, like, when you think of America, you think of Donald Trump and, and we're, we're in pain for it. Bro, we literally have a senile old man as our president who can't even fucking hold a fucking staged press conference that he's been working for for 65 fucking days. And honestly, it's, it's depressing. I'm not even mad. I, I'm mad about it, but it's borderline fucking pathetic and sad because we're getting first of all, we're getting disrespected left and right from our foreign um, uh, competition. We're getting disrespected. And our allies, yeah, right. and our allies too. Our allies. Yeah. Seen, listen, right. they all saw that man walk 
away from the podium in the middle of a question, just started to wander. Right. Say, Grandpa, no, go back. Go yeah, back, go back. Right. Yeah. And they, oh. <laughs> there, were, there were reports. Grandpa, go back. There were reports. I can't confirm because it's from the right-wing media. There were reports right. that when Biden was talking on the press conference, like behind the curtain, there were like gasps and like like coughs and nudges. And that was supposed to be mm-hmm. fucking uh, Kamala Harris and um, the, se- the the speaker, not speaker. Um, oh, Psaki? Yeah, Psaki. Oh, yeah. Press secretary. Um, saying like, when like Biden would just go off on his tangent or being wrong, they'd be like, ah, well, <clears throat> and then he'd be like, oh, no, 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 uh, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Stick, stick to the script. Jim, right. you were talking about that the other day of like, you saw him like looking off or there was something that you know. Yeah, I thought he was looking at a teleprompter at certain points. Well, and no. He was, he was looking at notes, but he was looking off away from No, that's that's just, that's yeah. called a blank stare. Yeah. That's like. But it looked like he was reading. He was like, his eyes were tracing something. And I'm like, he's reading something. So well, there the might have been like somebody, holding up a sign. Right, there might have been somebody in the back yeah. that he's supposed to watch for when he's. Right. When, like. Right, right. Like, oh, right. like, the, like, the, like, yeah. like a producer, basically. Right, like right. a coach. Like, remember John Stoltz had his uh, therapist sit in the front row wearing mm-hmm. a red shirt. Right. And it made him feel safe when right. pitching. Right. That so, kind of thing. That hasn't been confirmed. The only thing that has been confirmed is that fucking Joe Biden had oak tag size notes on his <laughs> yeah. on his fucking desk. And again, American hypocrisy. Love it or hate it, Donald Trump would take interviews every day, multiple times a day. Literally every day he was doing a pre- like an interview and he would go up to the podium and be like, all right, what do you got for me? What do you got for me? And it, it may not have been the right answer or it may not have been like the answer you want to hear or you know what? Probably not even the most coherent answer. But he was up there fucking in the trenches taking grenades every day. Oh, what do you got? Honestly, I don't know anything about that, but I hate you. Yeah. You're going to talk. Like, you know what I mean? Whoa. I hate you. I don't want to talk about this. You know what? Why don't you go speak to somebody else about that? This is what I think, though. The, the thing with Donald Trump is he got a big dose of honesty. Right. You know, he was just like, right. you're fake right. news. Even if he's you wrong. can't do what you do. Yeah, right. It, right. Even if he didn't know, it was like, this is what I think. Yeah. And yeah. Where's Jim Acosta? Where's Jim Acosta? Well, the better question was... His career's over now. Right. Well, yeah. well, here's the thing. Remember when Donald Trump wouldn't take a question from CNN? Yeah. Right. You're fake and news. it was the biggest thing. Now, if you haven't sent in your questions ahead of right. time, and you are not the next person on those, he's literally... Uh, like, Miss Ching... Ching... Chong, Miss Kim, Miss Kim's up. Right. Miss Neeling, Kim. Dude, one, two, three, four, five. Right. It's pathetic. Yeah. It's fucking pathetic. It was the biggest softball question and I've ever seen. Even like PBS is like super duper hard left. Even PBS was like, mm. you know, you know, in one of the reporters, I don't know his name because I don't really follow PBS, but he goes, one of the reporters was like, I've covered Reagan, I've covered, you know, he, he put out his resume. He goes, in all my years of reporting and questioning, mm-hmm. I have never seen. Such incompetence and such frailness. He goes, they had, he had a fucking card with the picture of the reporter, their name, and a number circled in like one, go to this person, two, go to this person, three, and they were already submitted questions. There were submitted questions. Every question, it it wasn't really a every fucking question that like they asked, they didn't even answer it, ask it because you should have had the answer to it. Well, there was three questions. That I think probably three throughout that he started to try to riff off a little bit, and like Jim Crow, John Eagle, or Jim Eagle, yeah, oh, Jim Crow, oh. Jim Eagle. Yeah. What the fuck? That, Him that being was, in the that Senate. was a little funny though because yeah. like Jim Crow, like crows are smaller and eagles are bigger. Yeah, but uh, that would have been funny. If, like, if, like <laughs> funny thing is, crows are smarter than eagles. On the birds. Oh, so maybe he should. That's be a weird Jimmy fact Eagle. to have. Just yeah, I know. Way to go. Throw a curveball. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> JP Morgan Jim. Somebody coming fact check that. JP Morgan Jim. Yeah, crows are smarter. 
<laughs> well, he was trying to make, uh, again, when in doubt, everything's racist. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. You're a racist. We're even thinking and did about you know? Loss. did you know he's been in Senate for 120 years? Yeah. <laughs> well, it looks like it. I, tell you I, mean, pretty, I mean, listen. Right. It's not that far off. Well, you made a point the other day where it's like, isn't it sad, though, that he's made it to the thing he's always dreamed uh, about? Right? Yeah. Because yeah. well, he failed twice. No, here. Three times. Hear me out here. Oh, three times. Yeah. Imagine you have a dream in life. It is your dream to be the president of the United States. And you fuck who you have to fuck. And you do the things that you need to do. Okay? And you finally get there. And you are in no... Like, you're not really there. Right. You've achieved... Finally, the the pinnacle, but go fuck yourself. Karma's a bitch, and now you don't even know where you're standing. You can't even enjoy it. Like, so he woke up in the White House and said to his wife, and it, this is reported, where are we? Well, you know, and I think it's honest. I think it's one of the few honest things that came out. So after... I have now, up. I've had those wake-ups too. Now, now I'm confident, <laughs> now I'm confident to say this. So... Well, after that, after that interview, not even the State of the Union, which is on live TV, mm-hmm. um, now that after that interview, I am so like comfortable to say this. When before President Biden came into office, right? I, you know, like you could do like gag bets on like all these like websites and yeah. stuff, like with like Super Bowls and stuff. I put a thousand dollars down that within that Joe Biden will not be president for longer than two years. I would I would probably put money down on April. Yeah. I'm I am firm. I didn't have by to put the a month, of April, by we, the end of April, there will be a press conference. He will say we've gotten this many vaccines out. Basically, we've we've I've, we've cured coronavirus. Right. Cuz he cured it. Right. That's right. how they're he's reporting right. it as 200 million vaccines or whatever. He's going to say that and then he's going to say like you might have noticed, you know, I'm not the young you whippersnapper. Right, yeah, no, they want to hear it. They, they want to hear it. They want to know that way drinking. Yeah. They want to mess up your We in focus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they might be mad that you're drinking Miller Lights, but yeah. me and Jim well, had, me and Jim long had a late night. fucking night last night. So. so go ahead. Oh, what was I just saying? See, here we go. <laughs> so <laughs> that Joe Biden. He, cured, he cured coronavirus. Oh, and then at the end of April, he's going to say, you know, I'm not the young whippersnapper that I once was. And now that, you know, the country was in crisis and I knew I had to do something. Right. But now it's time to turn it over to the capable hands of our first black female. Come on, yeah. She's like, ooh, ooh. I see her like, I can see her pointing through the pool. I, I, I want to thank you, everybody. And I want to thank Joe Biden. I want to thank Joe Biden. <laughs> oh, God, Putting I hate the her. Hoe in the so here's the, You know what's even scarier? What? If Kamala Harris becomes president... Who step? You know, who steps in for VP, right? The Nance. Nance. Oh, Jesus Fucking, Christ. fucking chattery mouth. Fucking Nancy Pelosi. Oh God. Oh God. And then who takes Nancy Pelosi's spot? Oh, uh, I think they have to have. Don't they have say to take Schumer. somebody. No, they have to take. It might have been, but they have to take somebody from a different committee or something, right? And move them up. Imagine one of the girls from the squad or Nadler. Oh, maybe. Oh, I can see oh that yeah, too. Nadler. He's in the house. And yeah, yeah Mr. Poopy Pants. Oh, the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Poopy Pants, he Jared Nadler. He wears his, his belts up around his nipples. Oh, God. <laughs> and you know what? Back, so I know we're still on the American hypocrisy thing, but like my one of my last thoughts on this is that I'm more fucking mad at the fucking media because you know why? The media is sucking off Biden and they are fucking portraying this narrative. And it makes me sick. And it's not only just for Joe Biden. Joe Biden. It's not just for Joe Biden. It's for everything. Like we need, we need fucking media reform. Media reform wants to talk. Media wants to talk about gun reform. We need to talk about fucking media reform right. because 
I'm so sick and tired of watching the news and feeling like I have to apologize for identity politics because it's absolute fucking bullshit. This past week, fucking Colorado had a, a mass shooting. Well, actually, it's not a mass shooting because the guy is Muslim, so now it's just um, a gun incident. And why, why isn't it a hate crime? He only shot white people. Yeah, but you know... Whoa, 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 whoa. I actually didn't think that. J.P. Yeah, no, Morgan Jim. Every victim was white. Oof. But it's not a race crime because it's all right to shoot white people. And also, to be fair, okay, now I'm not racist, Yeah. right? Okay. But, but, but... but you didn't know that guy wasn't white when you saw him walking mm-hmm. out? You didn't see that guy and didn't know he wasn't fucking white right away? Bro, the I people... I mean, right away. I was like, that guy's Arab. I, yeah, I had multiple text messages from people who thoroughly always rebuke, like, uh, go against my post. Like, oh, just another white male shooting up, uh, doing a man shooting. Yep. Just another white male doing fucking... And then you go on Twitter, these cesspool blue checkmark fucking douche right. knuckles. Up. Mm-hmm. Oh, White male, once again, at it. This is why we need gun reform. Right. White male shooting. White males only shoot up schools and churches, you fucking yeah. idiots. <laughs> right? So, God, get yeah. if you're going to be racist, be fucking racist. But what's even more cringy <laughs> Go all the way. Now, Go all the way. Right. And what's even more fucking cringy is that after it came out that the guy's name was like Muhammad Salid, fucking Allah Akbar, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All of a sudden, like these fucking like blue checkmarked media fucking hacks, they're like... You know what? My last tweet basically shit on white people and said that once again. I, I'm kind of sorry, but y'all but, still but, but, but y'all still suck though. But yeah. on averages, I said it was a white person because that's how it usually goes. Which it's fucking it's bullshit. completely bullshit. And yeah. Kamala Harris's niece. Now, whether you like it or not, Where are you Kamala, going with this? Kamala Harris's oh, niece. Yeah. She's a blue checkmark fucking public figure now because wow. because Kamala because, Harris's niece. She's yeah, woke it. So she was, she had the worst tweet of all. She said, "Just another straight white male doing a mass shooting." So then her follow up tweet was, "Well, it wasn't a straight white male, but I'm so conditioned that I'm used to being a straight white male." So because he came out a lot, right? Right. Uh huh. That's it. But right. he also. But he thinks. The other way to have gone with that was, I should have known when I noticed he had been shot that he was a person of color. Right. Because <laughs> you know the police. Islamophobia, hashtag, peace. Right, right. So now all of a sudden, this mass shooting turned into a, um, um, what's the word that they're using now? An um, incident? I don't know. No, it's, it's, it's like, gun, now it's gun crisis or gun. Oh, oh, uh, gun violence. Gun uh, violence. Yeah, gun violence. We have to get yeah. to, so, and you, you brought this up, uh, before we started. The definition, right? Yes. You said that the definition of mass right. shooting is stupid. So what is the definition of mass shooting? So the definition of mass shooting, which a lot of people probably, once you hear you're like, really? The definition of a mass shooting is killings by a gun of four people or more, which means I can kill three people and myself, and that's considered a mass shooting. Mm-hmm. I could just kill four people, and that's considered a mass shooting. When you hear mass shooting, you're thinking... Eight people, ten people, you I know, mean, well, yeah. five or more aside from the shooter. Right. I feel like that would be a number I could agree so with. So now yeah. that we know, now that we know what the actual definition of a mass shooting is, if you check out the demographics of mass shootings in 2020, oh, yeah. they're pretty diverse. They're pretty diverse. Remember the, those- And the media only portrays for Caucasian males being mass shooters. But if you do a little research, you're going to find out that we're actually in the major the minority of mass shootings in 2020, so it's, it's yeah we're falling behind, guys. Right. So if you're out there and you got plans, let's let's get it going. Seriously, for real, it's the year of the white man. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> but but remember though, the thing about the mass shootings is 
right? Yeah, no. So the thing about the mass shootings too is those people don't have to die. Right. So if I if I'm shooting around if I'm shooting so you at you, just wound people? if I'm shooting right. at if I'm just shooting at Ryan, yeah, right, and Ryan's being a quick little bitch and I can't hit him and I hit like a kid, I hit you and your kid walking down the street and I'm like ah fuck I hit I just shot Ryan I shot this little kid and I shot her dad so I'm gonna kill myself that's a mass shooting yep right that's Chicago every weekend. Right. Yeah. Well, that's and then, but that's the thing. So like, once you start bringing <laughs> yeah. up that, now you're racist. Now it's oh, I'm that's well, I said it was a city. I didn't but see that's what color. the media. <laughs> Yo, he's <laughs> right though. He's like, I didn't see what color that's they it, were. That's how like oh, uh, what is it? Institutional racism. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. It's like okay, what what institution so is leading this racism? Let's let's yeah. take let's take the bait from these fucking media hacks and call like the mass shootings, like your Sandy Hooks, your Parklands, like all right. these big ass places, your West Virginia shootings. You know what's a fucking common denominator in that and all of like quote unquote mass shooters, right. like high end the fucking ones we shootings. think about, right? When you think right. of shootings, well here's the thing. When you the think, ones the media portray, that's right. it. The ones that the media and politicians push. You know what the common denominator is, Mr. Lotto? What is it? Mental health issues. Right. Now, there's a two stepper for mental health issues. They, you have kids today that think they have mental health issues because they don't want to do math. But then <laughs> you also have kids or adults You're that just have jealous you didn't get that excuse facts. when you were a kid. Seriously, man, I would have crushed in high school. Your mom's like, you're just an asshole. Go back to fucking right. work. Easily distracted. No, <laughs> yeah. he just doesn't want to apply himself and he likes to watch porn. Yeah. <laughs> it's you, Your mom's probably like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that, that yeah. sounds yeah. about right. Sounds yeah. like my son. Yeah. So now let's bite and but you literally you literally have people with mental health issues. So of course, when you hear mass shootings Gun reform is like mm-hmm. the next sentence right. after mass shootings. Now, I'm obviously pro 2A and we're all here pro 2A. Mm-hmm. And we all agree. And even people who are pro 2A agree that we need some sort of sensible gun reform. Right? Sensible reform. And there are people, I would say, just to cover it, there are people that believe there should be no, absolutely right. no right. restrictions. Those are and, extremists. And I understand, and I understand right. why, and I understand their points. I just don't agree with them. Right. No. But I right. do understand why they think the way they do. So, yeah. so me and Lotto were thinking about some ways that we could be sensible about gun reform. Right. That yeah. actually addresses right the actual right. root cause, and it's a win-win for everybody. So my proposal was that if you are a legal firearm owner. And I don't give a shit if you have two handguns, ten handguns, assault rifles, or just whatever type of rifles you want to have, right? That's so be it. They're legal, and you have your permits, so be it, right? Let's just say a couple years down the road, you have mental health issues, whether... whatever, Right. Whatever happened, whatever in your life, right? And now it's documented. You have to go take um, medication for that. That should be a red flag. And when that red flag happens, they should say... Okay, Ryan, you have mental health issues. For your safety, your family's safety, and the public safety, you have four sponsors on your application that signed off on your on your 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 gun permit, right? Those four sponsors, one of the four, would have to uh, hold on to your firearms safely yeah. out of the reach out of your home, so you can get better and get well. And then once you're well and you go through evaluation, if you're signed off saying Ryan is uh, back to mental capacity. Uh, he has no more of these mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Your sponsors should, no problem, there's no harm, no foul, no confiscation. 
They could legally sign back off on right. your firearms. Because the two things And that should go for your children in your home, too. Like, well, if your children have issues right. and you're a legal gun owner. What, what opens that up, though, is uh, legally, then you're also liable for anything that happens. Right. Well, that's, well, yes, that's what yes. we were talking about. So, like, imagine, though, like, all three of us, I think, well, you're going, you, you're applying now. Right, right. But, but, you know, I'm a gun owner. Okay, so... If, I tell legal you gun owner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm exercising my right not to speak. Right, but, but I could understand, let's say something happened to Jim, yeah. right, where, you know, and we're going to talk about it because this case actually recently came up and it's being used to say the new gun control measure is that the police can seize your weapons. Now, without I think... Without a warrant. Without a warrant, yeah. right. Right. So the thing about this is at least it's, it's not the police seizing your weapons then. It is a temporary reprieve or, or um, giving up of or... Uh, what, what I'm, where I'm it's like for. a safeguard. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's like for the next, you know, it maybe like it'll be a six month period, right? Because it has to be a longer period because if you do go to the hospital for suicidal ideations or homicidal ideations or something, it's going to take you a while to get better and you're going to have to show that you've been, a, that you've been taking care of your mental health. Right. Yeah. But no, but no, wait, no psychiatrist in their right mind is going to sign off. On saying you can have your guns back. Yeah. That yeah. is that is where you're going to run to the biggest Good issue. Point. Because I'm not going to sign to say you're okay to have your guns so back. Maybe, and then you go kill so somebody. Maybe I'm have dead. A, maybe lying. have a committee. Yeah. Maybe like create a committee. Well, or there, yeah, there, there should just be benchmarks that you have to hit. Well, for instance, like, I think it's, the background check is smart. If you have a prior conviction of something right. that shows that you're probably also have well, it depends on the issue. conviction. Yeah, I would say like like public urination. No, right. <laughs> you know. Right. Uh, Domestic abuse, yes, like murder, that. assault, yeah, right. or yeah, assault. even drug charges would yeah, be right. would be intended. Right. You know, that would be a good warning sign, and that I have no problem with that. I, with the, if you go to buy a firearm, you have to go through a background check anyway. Right, right. right. now, but then do you think? Because the big thing is the reason a lot, like the, the argument now is if I have a kid, mm-hmm. right, I can give my gun when like my, my child's old, and if I can give him my gun. He never has a background check, and there's no record of him buying or purchasing a weapon. Yes. So if I sell my weapon, or if I sell my weapon to Ryan, he doesn't have to have a background check. Yep. And I'm no longer liable for what happens with that gun. So that might be the thing of if we're going to have that transaction, mm-hmm. is that it might be on my responsibility that I should be able just to punch in his information. He has to sign something. It might take a little longer. Mm-hmm. But then once I have that, because that way when the police come to my house and says, yo, your weapon was just used in a... Well, bill of sale. Like, I sold it. I sold it. Bill and sale. there's the background right. check I ran well, on him. Well, there's a bill of sale, right. Well, no. But also, here's the background check he, I ran on him. Because here's the thing. If I can't... If I know I'm not going to pass the background check, I can go to a private seller, somebody that I know that has a gun, and mm-hmm. buy a gun legally from them without That's a background check, especially if they don't know I have any criminal charges yeah. and they're acting in good faith. Mm-hmm. So... Like that is that is the well, that is the loophole. Well, the other thing is breaking news is that uh, the world's a dangerous place. You know, what I'm <laughs> yes. no matter you can make yes. all the rules in the world, and someone will break that. Right. right. So 100%. you should pe- hold people to personal responsibility. You you right. You know, pay the dues for the for the crime you commit. Right. It's my, the price of liberty, right? Like my, the price of liberty is blood sometimes. Right. Unfortunately, my biggest well, like in most companies, rules aren't written and rules are written in blood. Yeah. You know what I mean. So, but my biggest problem is, is that when politicians are talking about gun reform, and this goes for the left and for the right, when the, when the left says gun reform, see how we just had like common sense talk mm-hmm. of like, hey, this is not that bad of an idea. We could work, this is like a foundation we work on this. Or we tried for a while, you know? Right. The left right. would be like, okay, gun reform. 
If it's not a nine millimeter, ban everything. <laughs> Gun well, reform. If you have more whatever than 10 type, rounds. right, whatever type of firearm you have, and per bullet of whatever type of ammunition that you have, has, find them, charge them per bullet, you, and it's just like, what? You can only have <laughs> ten rounds in a magazine. But you can carry as many magazines as you would like. Yeah, it makes... And so that'll can, save you about three seconds for yeah. somebody who's competent, about three seconds to reload. And, and that goes <laughs> from like... You, you oh. can, yeah, you could have a scary gun. That's bad. Like right. AR-15. But you could have the same Ruger with a Woodstock, and that's fine. Right. Totally fine. Old man gun. Yeah. But that's, that's the thing. So people... And that's half the problem, too. Because politicians and people in general, they aren't really gun-educated. Like, growing up, guns equal bad. If you're not a gun person, guns equal bad. Guns equal death, kill, scary, blah, blah, blah. A lot of people use guns for fucking target practice, for sportsmanship. A lot of people make careers off guns. You know what I mean? Uh, one of my friends was like, this is an instrument of death. I was like, what? <laughs> yes, well, but yes, yes, it is. Yeah, so it's an act. But it's also... So, you know, so, so I was like, so is your is my vehicle an right. instrument So if there's of death? a bear on my property... Yeah. You want me to talk to him? You want me, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna shoot, and I'm, or I'm going to shoot him with a nine millimeter? Yeah, no. Yeah, good luck right. with that. Good luck one. with that. Yeah. Right, and also there's arguments to be made. Nobody ever talks about clips. nobody ever talks about Magazine. shotguns. Right, right. Shotguns do same, you, if not more damage. It's just the capacity but you can't is lower. shoot you with can, a shotgun. You can. Well, no, Listen, not if you're not dedicated. A, not in the political. If you're dedicated, world, you can <laughs> pretty much mass shoot with whatever you want. Not in the political but world. My other problem with gun control is then what do you want us to use? Because in New York City. Can't have a handgun. Fuck you. You right. can't protect yourself. But you also can't have almost any type of knife. No mm-hmm. type of knives. Well, because you might kill somebody. Okay. What about pepper spray? No, fuck you. No, fuck if you're you. a woman, you're just going to get raped. Right. You're going to get raped and not even in Jim's lovely dungeon. Right. Here. <laughs> Which, welcome. <laughs> right. At least, you get to, at least you could stay the whole night. Dude, there. how many times How many times have you seen politicians go on air and be like, we gotta ban all these automatic assault rifles with a hundred clips and hundred magazines, a hundred bullets per magazine. It's like, wait, what are you talking about? That's exactly yeah. that's that's what I'm saying. Like you're right. speaking fucking. But that's different. They, that, they don't know what these are. Talk. Instruments of war, right? And that's the sad thing about our government is we're being run by people who don't know how to do anything, right? Right. You know? that's right. And then when you have politicians, which was are, fine, it's fine if they don't impact. Like it's fine for people to be incompetent when they don't have a lot of power. control, yeah. right? Right. So like. You know how, like, a lot of times you have, like, people that are above you at work that are, like, fucking incompetent. However, you're able to, like, I, I just get left alone at my job, right? I just, I go in and I do my work and whatever, and I can make decisions on the fly. But once somebody starts to come and micromanage me that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Right. That's when now, shit Now when shit hits the fan. Right. Because I'm trying to tell you that that's not how the job works. And you're like, well, I've read the, I've read the manual. And that is how the job. I works. took an online course about this. Right. <laughs> really, really well, so you could say I'm an expert in well, diversity. Well, yeah. Specs it says on, it was on YouTube. <laughs> so, so there's always times like people be like, "Good." So the more guns out there, just means more people are gonna die. So I always give them this example, and Texas is actually a perfect example. If you were a shooter, right? if you were a bad guy, and you walk into this deli. And mm-hmm. you're like, and your mindset was, I'm going to fucking kill everybody in here, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say firearms were legal. Totally legal. Whatever you, you carry. Yeah. So if I'm a bad guy shooter walk, about to walk into this deli and be like, I'm going to fucking kill everybody in here, knowing that everybody in this fucking deli is carrying right now, do you think that shooter is going to be like, I'm going to kill all these people? Or you think he's going to walk in and people are going to be like, fuck around and find out right now? Right. Well, that's the thing. 
if it, so that situation, that guy has a death wish. Right. And that's, that right. goes back to which mental does, health. Which he does may it. take yes. one or two it's people not a out, thing. but... It's, it's a, the guy's mentally ill. Right. And now... You, you or have, he's just a bad person. You know how hard it is to commit anybody? Oh, no. you oh, got to... Now I know. Try, try to get somebody in the, in the ambulance. You'd pick somebody up and we'd bring him to the hospital. There was just and a, then we'd see him by the time we went for lunch. There was just a kid you know? who just... Uh, I think he's back in jail for killing somebody, but he got arrested... Five times for five gun charges, illegal guns, and then they just keep letting them out and they just kill somebody. So I was talking about – so the reason that this has come up is is there's now a push to seize, right, without a warrant, seize your guns. Because they're using this um, this case where there was a domestic violence dispute. The police show up. The guy's basically like, I'm going to kill myself or I'm going to hurt somebody. Right. And so they he agrees to go with, with the police to jail. Mm-hmm. The police then tell his wife that he has allowed them to take the guns because they ask him, do you have any guns in the house? He's like, yeah, I have – they and they seize the gun. Now, I'm I'm of two minds here because part of me goes, well, yeah, you know, like I don't want him being discharged back to the house with the gun in the house. But now it's a slippery slope. What are you gonna say, Jim? Yeah, they they lied to him. Off yeah, the <laughs> they lied to the wife and they lied for him to agree to go and get checked out at the hospital for a mental health issue. He he spoke to the police officer and said, "You're not gonna seize up my property, my gun." And they said, no, we won't. And then right. he turned around and said to the wife, we got permission. Right. Yeah. So, there, and that's part of the, the, the law that they're trying to sneak in with this gun control thing is about uh, personal safety. Like, right. You know, like how they community safety, like, like right. said, with the car on the side of the road. Right. So, if your car is on the side of the road and it's in a dangerous place, they can come seize your car and tow it away. Right. Otherwise, right. Otherwise, they can't touch your shit. Right. So, I mean, that's, I mean, that's why this has really come up. Recently, I mean, that's why this is a big, it's a big deal. But like I said, we, we've kind it's of a big addressed scary situation. why, we've right. also addressed why that can be a problem. And like I said, but in a reasonable mindset, even as pro 2A, be like, what happened in the Parkland shooting in Florida mm-hmm. was that they didn't take the gun. Yeah. They went to this guy's house over and over again. And that's a problem. And he had been in trouble before right. and they would not act. Right. So there's a line. There's a line in between these two cases, and even, like that maybe we gotta find, even, but we gotta be open about what we're trying to do. Even the Sandy Hook case, I think the the parent yeah. was a registered gun owner, right. had it locked up and safe, but the the son had a history of mental health issues. Mm-hmm. So there should be a law again. There should be a law if my child is going through these mental health issues uh, for right. his safety, for my safety, for the public mm-hmm. safety. We should be able to temporarily, legally remove this right. this firearm right. or firearm to, to another individual that you have named on your yeah. fucking approved no, spot to not, not to the government because right. we do right. we do that with all this other mental health shit. So we do that with like if you have um, social security, right? If you're getting a social security because you're mentally ill, right. And you're not able to handle it, you can name a payee. The government could be your payee or an agency could be your payee. So it's like Britney. but what like Brittany, a conservatorship. Yes. Yeah. Right. But it, but they don't have control over anything but your money. Okay. But the idea is you pick the person is the thing. And mm-hmm. you also can change. And you can fire them. And yes. yes. You can also change the person. So the idea being that I'm going to pick who's going to hold my gun self. Mm-hmm. Because the last thing you want is for the government to have their hands on anything that's yours. If, just for inefficiency that you'll never you'll never get it back just because well, nothing works right. In the history of everything in the world. Once the government takes a right away, they never give it back. Right. So good luck if they if they take away you know two A you know mm-hmm. you're never going to see that again. The only time and was, the reason to do that is to keep people in power. 
The only time was prohibition. That was oh, the yeah. one time they took something away. And you want to talk about fuck around so you fast. Want, you want to talk about fuck around yeah. and find out. But, right? Yeah, but yeah, that's a good point. That's the one time yeah. that, and, and the thing is because that, but that was such a good lesson of when you ban certain things, you create crime syndicates. Absolutely. Right? So, like, you don't think we're still going to get guns? So, there's 300, over 300 million, there's more guns than people. Already here, you're not going to get them all, and all you're going to do is create a black market. I of can them. get a gun in and half an hour. Yeah, right. Right here, I can make two phone calls and have a gun. Is that a threat? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> but it's a reality. Yeah. Right. So you want to you want you want to see where gun control goes? Go to Chicago. Right. Or yeah. Go, go to go to Brooklyn Baltimore. at night. You know. <laughs> right. Or the or New York now because yeah, LA. Yeah. It's all and major those cities. Legal, and those right. aren't legal. We're not really like le- we really should be the number I want is the number of legal firearms being used in the shootings. Versus, because... Well, not even just shootings, just legal compared to illegal guns. Registered compared to unregistered guns that are... No, because are the legal gun owners the people that are doing the shooting? Because that's the important thing to know. They're the ones that get the press. Right. They don't... The people who have the illegal guns aren't getting the press. That would be like... That's a ridiculous Well, that goes back to the whole idea that like you're mad at the press. I'm actually sad because there's no honesty in it. Well, but that's... So your sadness is my madness. Yeah, I've, I've... I've seen them do good things, and I know that they could do better. And they're not recently. Not like doing the last it. six years, it's been not fucking not since I was about four. four. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> you know when they were honestly reporting. Was that like it. on like a fucking transistor radio? Yeah, yeah. About yeah. Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, I think we had a, a good enough uh, uh, gun talk. Right. I think, and that's how the story debate is, should really right. go, though. Right? More of the story is is that when politicians get in a room, whether it be left or right, you want to talk about like gun reform? Let's be logical. Like, we're three fucking drunk assholes in a garage. I mean, rape shack, excuse me. <laughs> talking about gun reform. And it's a garage bar. Right, garage this bar, rape shack. Bar. And right. it's a rape lounge. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, sorry. We're classy up in rape this Rape lounge. They got the, the pull-out couch. <laughs> but you don't so, got to pull out on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh, God. No, no. Oh, God. Let's move along and talk, and talk a little bit. We something else. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, let's God. Let's go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, let's move along and talk about sports. Yeah, so. Guys, Jim jumped in on I, that. I, I yes. Hey, man. Monaco, I to oh, you were explaining the show to him. I'm like, he, he listens. Yeah, it's he listens better than fucking show. Billy off the rails. <laughs> Yo, I was like, we Boo pride jarred with Boo Bear, and, and he's like, what's that? Oh, pride jar. Like, God. you don't fucking listen. Oh, God. Holy <laughs> banana Sundays. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> he, did, he did say banana That's the only thing yeah. you remember, because, I mean, that's so random banana Sunday. It's not like a normal That was thing. a random shit to remember, right. though, so he actually listened. But you know what? I'm still offended by pride jar. Right. I'm offended by pride jar. Yeah, because, I mean, I thought that was. Pretty obvious. Right. Yeah. Seriously. So uh, a week from today, baseball finally starts. And God, I am so happy baseball is going to start. Because you know why? Because even though it's like, an, like uh, um, a set like attendance, I am literally, I think, I'm allowed to go see a baseball game. And I just want to go to a game. I want a bucket of chicken. I want to get shit-faced. <laughs> I want to spend $400. Yeah. And like, That's the part. Right, yeah. Right. And I just like I want beers. and I want to fall asleep on the fucking train. Like I miss that experience. That's like the Yankee experience. You know what I mean? Chicken bucket, drink three hundred dollars in beers, fall asleep on the train ride home. And I can miss my miss my stop and have to take a cab. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, we've all yeah. been down that road. Before. Or you have to wait on the other side to come back the other way. Yeah. Uh, you guys excited? About Brewster it? North. What fucking state am I? Just <laughs> <laughs> <Is this> Canada. <laughs> you guys excited about baseball coming back or? 
I don't, I've, I've had a hard time um, yeah. with sports lately. Really? Like, don't fall into the Scotty O dark side. I feel like that's where, but I feel like, I don't know why, I just don't care. I don't care. And maybe it's because it's been a long time since, you know. I've, I think if you go to a game, you're going you're, you're well, to get that. Once you started talking about it, it actually started to get kind of like right. reminiscent. Yeah. Right. That's that's the right. part I miss. Right. See, I'm in that middle age area where it's like, sports went away and I was like, all right. You know, I still have a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, but like, see, like people like me, I need sports to like. I used to live and die by sports. I used to, I used to be in Yankee Stadium forty minutes out after I got out of work. Yeah, to see anybody play anyone. He had raisin so raisin season. Yeah, I had (laughs) Ranger season tickets. But like, and I went to thirty eight of the forty four home games. That's a lot. Me and my me and my friend uh, Frank, we had um, uh, we had half season tickets, Mm -hmm. and so we had about like Mm twelve home games. Yeah. And that was a lot. Like even when we went, that was that was a lot. I went to the preseason games. I you know. But I like that's the perfect thing. Like I need sports to get away from my life and life. That's the, the escape. You need the escape. Right. I but I this, think I need this escape. Or else, if I'm not, that means like I have to do home projects, which is fine. But I have to do them like together. Like there's <laughs> like With my wife. Right. 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 Where's like I need the separation. Uh, you know what I mean? Like church and state separation. <laughs> church, yeah, church, everybody needs their alone time, the guy right, time. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what sports is. But also, like, if you stop playing sports, you kind of lose that edge of like, like if you ask me who is on the Rangers right now, I could name two guys. Oh my god, we're gonna Probably. fight. We're gonna fight. No, oh but god. I, I used to love the Rangers. I used to. I could tell you like. So what year Rangers did you really start checking out? I started checking out after the last Stanley Cup. I guess the Kings. Yeah. Oh god, that was, that was so the funny. last time I really. Cared. First off, first off, I'm still not okay with it. That was a fucking goaltender interference. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm not okay with this. All right. Oh god, I don't even want to talk about it. Oh, but my that god. was that was the best though I felt about being. You know why? Because that was a team that we watched for a while. And and the thing about I think sports that I, that bothers me now is you used to have you can't keep your good players anymore. No. No. Right? Or you can only keep one or two of them. Well, then then so, you'll have a, oh, almost, salary cap. almost a different team for the playoffs, too. Right. There was that game where, like, you picked up the guys right before the playoffs start for the playoff right. push. Right. Which I'm okay with. Like I said, I'm okay with picking up, like, you know, picking up an enforcer right before the playoffs. I'm okay with picking up a goal scorer right before the playoffs. But it's it's almost like you're re you're reforming the whole team now where you're making three or four moves uh, right before the playoffs. Like, who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> but my thing has been, my thing is... I did like better. Like, that was the last time I remember, like, where I knew everybody on the team. And we've been watching them for a few years, which I think is the big thing. Because you uh, you grow an attachment. Like, when when the, the Lightning one, mm-hmm. right? And I'm watching McDonough fucking take pucks to the face. Right. Yeah. And I'm just Diving like, that's my boy. Literally, that's literally my boy, Mark baby. Stahl took a fucking puck to the eye. Like, <laughs> yeah. I get it. Right. And, yeah, and that was... That was like that was almost nostalgic to you because you felt like you were part of that team, right? And I was like that part of that Rangers team. Like I have all their signed pucks and shit, so uh-huh. I get it. So yeah, moving on to like a new time, right. like a, a, like through a rebuild, and uh, then like you go through a time and you're like, well, you're it's newer time, and it's hard to like check in. But like once you're in, you're in. And, like it's almost like it's almost like for a perfect example, Wandavision, bro. So you watch Wandavision yet? I did, yeah. You watch? I watched a few of them. Okay. Okay, cool. So, like, WandaVision, the first three episodes, you're like, what the oh, fuck? fuck? Yeah, it's like, what did he smoke? Going did I smoke on? something? Like, I don't. I was <laughs> like, I've seen the Marvel, like, the Marvel movies too, and I'm right. like, I still don't I really like, know what the fuck no he's cool. doing. Yeah. I was like, what, what is going on? They're in the show. Like, blah, blah, blah. so, like, the first three episodes of WandaVision, you're like, what the fuck is going on? But, like, at that third episode, you're in. Right. Just when you think you're out, 
Pull you pull back, you in. back in. Well, You're in. Because then the fourth episode and on, then like... Right. Then you start, start to appreciate too the, the cleverness, right? The yes. cleverness is so much fun where it's like, oh, they're doing sitcoms from each era. And then you're trying to figure out, is that Mary Tyler Moore? Yep, you're trying or to figure, is that like... I remember they did uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle. That's the one I recognized. And I oh. thought they did like uh, um, Hello Lucy, but apparently not. Yeah, like it was Lucy old... Uh, what is it? I love Lucy. I love Lucy. Oh yeah, yeah I love right. Lucy. Yeah. yeah. I thought I thought like when we came on one day it was like Ricky or whatever. She had a drink for her. Ricky Ricardo. Anyway, um, WandaVision. So like the first couple episodes was like, what the fuck is going on? Then I was like, shit. Just when I think they're out, they pull me back in. <laughs> they started putting pieces to the puzzle together, and then it was like, shit. This is really good. Yeah. I don't want this to end. And then I feel like towards the end of the the season, they were like, fuck. We have a lot of open ends. And we have a lot of shit to cover, right. and we're like, just we gotta, fucking yeah. buffet them with everything. Yeah. Two, right. like, two, we gotta wrap two. it up. We gotta right. wrap right. it up. All of a sudden, everybody just starts shooting lasers at each other. Yeah. So everybody's stop blowing shit up. <laughs> just kill every, kill all the characters right. off. So just there yeah. are left. Everybody dies. But right. I did nuke them. <laughs> I did appreciate. Spoiler alert. I did appreciate how Wanda killed like the witch with the fucking the little yeah, like the the, with the runes. Yeah, the runes. But the thing is, who was the best dog. friend? Yeah. yeah, who was like that? Not for nothing. I would fucking, sm- I would like spank bank that girl. I don't yeah. even know her name. But That's that milkshake. Yeah, <laughs> she's yeah, not that milkshake. Like, because she's the kind of girl. She's not a ten. Like, she's no, she's, but she's the kind but, of girl who's licking your ass right at the right. She looks right. like you know it's gonna be fun. Yes, yes. You know, she's down up, for what you know? else? Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, she's, she's, uh, do this. she's the kind of girl that's gonna fucking. She's the moped. Basically, like they're fun, but you don't want to see your friends riding. Not trying to work on It's safe to say she doesn't put her socks on when she goes when she has sex. Yeah. Those socks are coming off. Right, but my thing about it was too is is I think they missed the opportunity for um yeah uh, I think they missed the opportunity for a topic. You know what I mean? That because I thought it was where you're in a state of if you were ever in a state of grief. But okay. you realize that she enslaved the whole town. Like she's right. a fucking monster. Right. Like and then and then you were like, no, she's like, no, 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 you're fine. Right. You're fine. Right. But that's the beautiful thing, like, cause if you read up, quote unquote, on the Scarlet Witch, that's like Scarlet Witch 101. Yeah. And you don't she didn't even realize she was Scarlet Witch. And like that was like her MO, like to basically be like the worst of the worst. So the only thing I didn't get was at the end, like when she had like fake her. Going into the cabinet, and then she was in the back room. She's learning. Basically, like, checking out, like, Pornhub, you know? Like, going down the dark hole. DP. Was that, like, people are saying that was, like, that's, like, a lead-up to, like, Doctor Strange? Kind of. So, like, I don't understand. What I took that as, I took the ending. Oh, spoiler alert. We did that already, right? Yeah, spoiler alert. It's been well out now. Yeah, I know. It's been a while. If you haven't watched it, go fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Yeah. (laughs) But the ending I took as, what I thought the ending was going to be was that she had made a new town, almost, with just her family in it. And she was going to live in that because to me that suggests imagine if you had the power, you lost your whole family, like your 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 wife, your kids, right, and you took over the town, right? But now you realize you have that power. Do you go to another desolate and area make and make make a fake life for yourself that you're gonna live until you die? Like are you just gonna live in that grief or yeah. do you start? No. Would you rather be happy in a lie? Or be said in the Well, truth. I think right, I think know? because yeah, now yeah. she knows who she is. She knows who she is. She knows how strong she is, and she basically fucking sucked the soul out of that other girl. Which was I was I made that dirty. <laughs> so <laughs> sucked the soul out of that other girl. Uh, She's like, probably on. trying to like find a way, like in the Scarlet Witch book, of how to like oh. literally 
realistically bring back vision. That makes a great mm. sense. Yeah. yeah. But then where that makes the greatest sense. What do you mean? Yeah, to make it a great sense. make it a greatest sense. Pacific Irish period, you turn Italian. Right. Let's go. Hey, go, go. You're supposed to turn more Irish. What the fuck's happening? Boy, Jesus. What oh, for fuck's sake. That makes a great fucking sense. That makes a lot of sense. I didn't think about which that. Which actually, if you think about it, that's like perfect. I, that's like perfect setup for Doctor Strange because can he like go back in time and like alter the universe and? Oh, you know, now you're they, going. Now you're going like alternate. Yeah, if you can like alternate reality. Well, get like a vision from an alternate reality. Right. That's. But then what happened you, to the other vision? There was the white vision. Right. Oh, white second vision. vision. Right. Ooh, I can't believe they did Caucasian yeah, oh, vision. Yeah, oh, that is so racist. <laughs> Seriously. Canceled. Of course he was more. Is that the right. KKK? Vision? And of course he was stronger than <laughs> right. the natural. Of course he was vision. stronger. Yeah, right. I just put a white hood on him and a Bernie cross, <laughs> <laughs> trying to kill the red man. Yeah. I could have sworn I saw him throw up a fucking OK sign, uh, <laughs> flying away. Mm. <laughs> you know that all started as a, as a joke. Yeah, of course. Of course, just like fucking, just like fucking Pepe, Pepe the frog. Yeah, yeah, that's all joking. Then fucking offended by that. By this. But the thing is, though, I I use that sign anyway. Like if somebody asks, like if a waiter asks how you're doing, like but you can't really hear. You. I I give him that, yeah. right? And I still do that. You know, if you if you scuba di- <laughs> if you're scuba diving, that's actually an accredited SCBA fucking hand signal. Yeah. Like if you're underwater when you do your tests and stuff, because obviously you can't talk underwater right. unless you're Aquaman. But uh, like if you're like okay, like 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 because you got all like hand signals and stuff, and that's. What power underwater? What power? <laughs> Is everything all right? What power? Let him drown. <laughs> All the air. Oh my god! Imagine if there's a liberal that went diving, but because they're so yeah. fucking dies. and like they have like an air problem, and so so when the instructor looks for the tech, they don't want to throw up a what power because <laughs> they're feeling. So they rather die underwater than throw up a fucking hand. I'm not like, doing it. I can't. It's not inclusive enough. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of inclusive. You know how I'm a big fan of the Mass Singer, right? Yeah, I'm such I'm such like a fucking Mass Singer. Yeah. yeah. So this season, Mass Singer, baby, let's go, let's get into it. My <laughs> fucking shit. I know JP Morgan, fucking Jim over here, doesn't watch. You Mass don't watch. Was it Nick Cannon? Is he still running it? Yeah, he's still running it, but like you know, he's a racist. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But it's okay because I'm not going to stop Ryan from watching the show. Right, it's okay because I'm inclusive, so it's totally fine. And <laughs> no, the media, Laura, Laura the media tells me, it. the media tells oh, me that we have, we have to hate white people anyway. So the fucking new season of Mass Singer, he's actually not on right now. I, I'm thinking either for COVID reasons or other prior engagements. I think it's, it's a heat. Right. So they have like a guest um, host on, but the first two fucking episodes was gangster as fuck. So the first person who got eliminated. Take a wild guess who it was. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Kermit the Frog. Literally Kermit the Frog. Yeah, no, so Kermit the Frog has like songs out. He came out of a fucking thing. It was like a hand puppet. It was Kermit the Frog singing. It's a real thing. That sounds like the stupidest thing so, I've ever heard in my life. No, it was awesome because you would never have guessed Kermit the Frog. <laughs> was it the, the, the voice actor of it? Or yeah, it was the voice actor, actor like, yeah. singing Kermit the Frog and he came out of like the costume like the hand puppet. Well. Yeah, right? Then, Whoa. here's a mind fuck. You ready for the second elimination? I hope it's week? It's gotta be better. Oh, it's definitely better. Okay. And right out of left field, depending on what your moral and ethical values are, uh, this could have been two people, as a matter of fact. No. Back in the day, he was an Olympic runner. Oh! Back in the day, he was an Olympic runner known as Bruce Jenner, but he, apparently he's dead now because Caitlyn Jenner showed up and, let me tell you something. 
That person has a very distinct voice. Did it watch a South Park on that? Yes. Buckle up, buckaroo. So he basically basically gave a buckaroo to one of the judges. So Kayla Jenner was the second eliminated person. Bruce Jenner. Yeah. I respect it. You could chop off whatever. You could add whatever. No, I think think she still has a dick. But you're still who you are. Right. You know, uh, chromosomes don't lie, baby. Science. If you change your name, I'll call you what your legal name is. That's where I'm at. So you legally change your name to Kaylin, I'll call you Kaylin. Just Plus Kaylin a dude or a chick? I don't care. Just because you're insane doesn't mean I have to pretend you're okay. Right. Just you got a penis. That's, I, that's all I know. Okay. Just because you have gender dysphoria <laughs> yeah. doesn't mean that I have to abide by it. Right. Well, my thing is, like I said, yeah. I don't care. Listen, as long as you're nice to me and leave me alone, I'll call you whatever the fuck you want. I will. I won't call you. I don't like the Caesar thing. Yeah. But I just. I don't understand that, by the way. All I know is Kardashians destroy men. <laughs> yes. No. You, yes. You get hooked Particularly up. black men. Why don't we talk no, about this? The real Racist. plague. The real plague on right. the black man. Right. Or the Kardashians. Right. You know? Racist. R- fucking Lamar would have made him back into a crackhead in fucking whorehouse. In like a minute. Right. <laughs> Multiple times. Right. Kanye, Kanye West. Kanye has been Kanye West is trying Bruce to turn. Bruce Jenner is like, you know what? This is so bad. Drop I'm the cut shit off, off my penis. Right. <laughs> Kanye West is trying to turn Rye into Yee. Literally, he's going to pay millions of dollars to take the R off Rye and turn it into Yee. I think that's hysterical, though. Yeah, that's I'm, great. I'm actually a hundred percent for that. Oh, Imagine Yee Land. Yeah. Have you going to Yee Land? Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Yee Playland. And that's what he should do. Why Playland is struggling. Oh yeah. Without the bougie white entitled uh people in Rye paying twenty thousand plus in taxes, my playland's going under. Mm-hmm. Ye or Kanye West should be like, I'm not a gay fish. What's the difference between what's the difference between <laughs> He should go to my playland and be like, This is Ye land. Ye land and like fucking knock it all down and rebuild it and because that would be an awesome tax there. Right. <laughs> Do the Yee Coaster, the yeah. Yee Dogs up in there. The Yeezy Coaster. You know, have like a, have like a Yeezy fucking... Yeezy ride. Have like a Yeezy like home front like sneaker store in there. The haunted house is just Kardashians chasing yeah. you around. Oh, <laughs> the Kardashians before surgery. Oh. Like home picks. <laughs> all the leftover, all the leftover Oh, cars. God. Oh, I'm going to get my take-home silicon and... Home picks? You like Caitlyn uh, Jenner corn dogs? Oh, oh. oh. they like dicks. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> but they have deep fried, so they're all shriveled. Up. You know what? Oh. You know what? We need to patent this before you talk fucking dicks about fucking Yeeland. We, we, <laughs> we thought of it or first. <laughs> we can partner up and make some money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think he's a fucking loner though, and I wouldn't want to be partners. Yo, with just him. pay us off. I'd yeah. just be paid off. Yeah, That's no, it, bro. One time oh. payment. Throw some money at me. So, more of the story is that I think you should watch fucking Massing. It's a fun fucking show. No. It's great. No, I recently started with um on Disney Plus. They they have a series for the Mighty Ducks now. Oh, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so the downside. We'll start with the downside. Is it's definitely Disney fied, right? Mm. So it's kind of Disney fied. The upside is so the message so far, mm-hmm. right? Um, can I should I give you a little bit of plot here? Can I take it? Can I take it like? Let me take a shot at it, and this is what okay. I would want for it. I want it to be, hey, kids, don't be like Gordon Bombay, a drunk fucking has-been. <laughs> because if they base it on how Gordon Bombay is a drunk has-been, like they did in D, uh, D1. That was the first one, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck these kids. Right. And like the kids came to save him, but now they're adults, and they got into like a beer-drinking league at like Westchester <laughs> Academy. Bro, that would be fucking epic. 
And that would that break. Would that would break. That, that would, would literally the break. The funniest series with if right. they all just joined the beer league. Together. Run down, Gordon Bombay, fucking uh, has been drunk. All of a sudden, now uh, all the Mighty Ducks kids that have grown ass jobs, they have just regular Joe Schmoes, and like, hey, you know what? We're gonna join a fucking beer league and to get their fucking shit rocked. And they're like, you know what? You know how we can make this, this team better. Coach Bombay. <laughs> so I'm just gonna have to pick him up though. He lost his license again. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, so what's that the would be that on parole. Yeah. Hysterical though. I would I would watch yes. that immediately. So again though, it's basically now the Mighty Ducks right in in their in their district are now the champions. Right? Mm-hmm. They've gotten this history of winning and whatever. And so the main character is like a little shit, like like Charlie was, where you know he's. Basically, only not good because, you know, nobody's seen his potential, I guess, or whatever. Because his mom is a single mom, and, and do, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like the same rehash story. He gets actually cut from the Mighty Ducks because now the Mighty Ducks is like one of those teams where, like, the moms have them have, they have their own personal trainers. Oh, God. Right? Oh, they have their, God. right, snack time is very specific, uh, right? Can't have, can't have, gotta have right snacks. Gotta have CB12. Right. Like, yeah. Right. So they leave and they start their own team. And the way that they started at now, Gordon Bombay for some reason now owns an ice rink, and so they start their own team. And this woman, right, the uh, the single mom, is like, you know, these these parents, they're awful. You know, they just plan their whole kids' lives and whatever. And he basically goes, "You're just as fucking bad. Take your titty out your kid's mouth." <laughs> he didn't say that, oh, but oh, <laughs> but that was, that was so I'm like that's not very Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Disney! Yeah, but he basically said he goes, "I bet you still cut up that kid's grapes too." Oh my god! And then he's like, "She does, she does." So. She does. <laughs> and so, it, like the message of it is right there. They're getting back to a point where you, as as a kid, you know, you want your kid to love the game, but you also want them to, to you know, sports is a way for kids to grow yeah. as people. It build it does it builds characters. You you face adversity. Right. You face losing. You face you gotta lose. Right. You face <laughs> well, you, you face the word no, and you learn what it feels like to be a fucking loser. Even if you tried hard and you did all the right you're things, you're still gonna lose. You're still gonna lose. You know what? And it's like, and that it, that's where the character comes from. You get your ass kicked so many times, but if you if you oh. quit or or the and participation the, trophy nonsense. In the know? in the words. Of the great American hero. It's not about how you get knocked out. It's about how you get up. And that builds character. You have a baby in my hand. I rose you up like this. You know what that's from? Rocket. Yes, Balboa. Right. Yeah. Balboa. Well, Balboa. Yeah. 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 Rocket. It's not about yeah. how you get fucking knocked down. It's about how you no. get up. It's also about being part, right? You learn to be a part of a team. You learn to take directions from a coach. Coming in last builds a lot of character. Coming in second builds a lot of character right. because you're that close to winning. Right. You know, and sometimes coming. I'd in- rather get blown. Oh, that's a great. That's a great question, Jimbo. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be get? Would you rather finish? Besides, obviously, we all want to finish first. Yeah. But if you can't finish first, especially in the bedroom. If you, if yeah, <laughs> facts, <laughs> facts. Well, oh, that's, that's easy. I got mine. That's, that's easy. I'm done. Right. <laughs> yeah. Then you got to start doing fake trial. Anyway, um, Yahtzee. <laughs> if you can't obviously finish first. Would you rather finish second or third or fucking dead last? That's a good question. You know, because like if you finish dead last, there's like a whole lot of improvement to come, right? If you want to look at it that way. But probably second. You know? I'd always rather I want to be I want to I'd be, always rather be second. I'd rather be beaten okay. by the best than be beaten by so everyone. So here's my thought <laughs> process on this. If I'm gonna lose, 
blow the fucking doors off me because if I'm in second or third place, crazy me would not be able to sleep at night knowing the fact that I was just right fucking there. close. Just fucking close. <laughs> so, no, I wouldn't be able to live with that and I would be fucking crazy and fire up and I may, like, I would be very nervous for the next time I face that person for whatever the sport may be rather than Blow the doors off me, be like, right. hey, I really fucking suck at this. I need to get to work. Right. Well, you had no right. You had no chance. So right. it's like, you know, there's not really a lot of regret because, you know, right. you didn't have a chance. So it was like, okay. Right. That's why when we did beer leagues and, like, the doors were blown off <laughs> yeah, us, it wasn't right. like we did beer leagues and we were, like, in second place or, like, no, we I were just trying to yeah. keep it under right. 10. I under 10 right. goals. Well, it was a win for us if we lost 10 or less. Yeah. It was a win for us. Like, we, we, we did good. We had an ambulance league, a co ed ambulance league that Ooh. played on Saturday or Sunday morning at 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm and we get to the one game and we're uh, I think we're over in East Chester and uh, we're down 9 nothing in the first inning mm. and the other coach comes up and says is you this wanna... softball baseball softball okay right? so they want to play by the slaughter rule and I said no you know, we came out here we're going to play a whole game whatever we ended up winning 20 to, to uh, 11 oh <laughs> that's what I'm saying 9 runs in softball that's easily able yeah, to come right. out like, yeah. that's a swing right. but that's right. the whole thing Like, but I'm not going to come out all the way to East Chester to play an inning of a game. You know, I want to play the whole fucking game. Right, like we no haven't matter. gone through the lineup yet. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't get out of bat. Yet. Right. What are you talking about? Right. No, I 100% agree with you. My thing, though, is I, I can see where you're coming from because I still think about, like, the time when we came in second in high school. Like, I still think about that game. Right. I oh, still yeah. think about when we lost that game and how we shouldn't have and how... And then I had to play with those fucks in the All-Star game, like, a week later. Uh, yeah. Why did and then, like, I had, pass it to you? And I then, of course, like, one of, like, the Westchester news reporters, like, wanted, like, to interview me. And it's like, oh, how does it feel playing next against the All Hollows and blah, blah, blah. Last week, you guys came in second place and you felt that. And they're like, this is fine. Everything is fine. I'm happy to play <laughs> with great. them. Right. Uh, yeah, no, it's like, I like inside my soul, like I wanted to, I literally was thinking about how can I hit one of these kids <laughs> on the mouth? Like maybe if one of the kids was like on first, like was the first baseman and then like I was going to throw it first and maybe I could just seed one right in his face. But <laughs> like, you know, like I know, no, it was that competitiveness in me. I saw the, I'm still not okay about that. Right. It's the goaltender interference. And fucking high school fucking championship. Yeah, but there's something about having a run. Start line Even when you come in, <laughs> even when you come in second, right? Having a run is fucking fun. You yeah. know, it's it's something about right, like being on that team. And, and you know, we were talking about the Rangers when the Rangers lost, and I know you're still mad about that, but and that's probably the reason why. But. How fun was that fucking playoff series? It was. That, it was, that it was, playoff was Especially because there was such a Some of the most fun hockey that I had. From 94 well, to... You know, we had yeah. three seasons like that. We hit, we hit the fucking Stanley <laughs> Cup final. We hit the fucking Stanley Cup finals against the Kings. And right. goaltender interference fucked us. <laughs> all right? That was fucking bullshit. And then they made a rule after it. So now it would technically would have been goaltender interference. I'm still not okay about this. Um... God, and then the next two years, no. we hit, the, Stanley, we hit the, the ECS. Right, yeah. So, I mean... Right, which which is funny because sometimes when you have a team that you're like, I would just hope they make the playoffs, and then they make the playoffs, everything's a win after that. Right, like like, Kings, oh shit! Well, the Kings right. won the Stanley Cup. It right. was like, wait a second, we're in the playoffs, and then they won the Stanley Cup. Right, well, like the first first yeah. year I had season tickets for the Rangers, we didn't make the playoffs. Right, that was with Van Beesbrook, right. and we still had right. like Barry Beck, like said, yeah, that was season tickets were like four hundred dollars for the whole season. Seven hundred. 
Oh yeah, yeah right. Seven hundred. Yeah, so were, then, but I, then I went to college. I went away to college, and in '94, that's you know that, mm-hmm. that season, I was on Long Island oh, when God. the Rangers won the Stanley Cup. Oh, no place, the best no place, place better. I would rather it was the you. best place in the world because you're in the heart of our oh, yeah. country, oh, and yeah. they have to swallow this big. Well, we had the only dynasty, dynasty '87, baby. Like, dynasty. When, was, when was that? When was that? The right. decade ago? Or two right. decades? Well, oh yeah. yeah, I needed that. Right. In my life. But I totally get. Yeah, I totally get where you're coming from in that respect. But like you said, there's something about having a run, though. Even if you don't, yeah, win, but that is special. Having... But then, right, the regret stays with you but forever. Dude, yeah, like I, I remember watching that that series going. It was such a, it was sort of like, it was a letdown. But we, like, no, oh. it wasn't a letdown because we made the big Ryan Callahan trade to get Marty St. Louis. We fucking, and we, and we, and then we also, Martin. we also, Martin St. Louis, yeah, as <laughs> Sam Rosen, the biggest Jew out there. Um, and then, and then also we gave up no two rules. first, right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no rules, Scotty's not here. Yeah, right? And we also gave up two first round picks for that fucking, for that trade too. Yeah. So we were going for it. It wasn't like, we were fucking the mystical magical team that was going like we Best made the St. Louis trade. We had Nash, we had fucking Brad Richards, we had St. Louis. We were going for the fucking push. Right. Yeah. We were going for the push. Um and I'm still not okay about that series, honestly. So like if we were on like a middle of the pack team or like a mediocre team and we were making a run, fuck it, we're making a run. We're playing with house money right now. Right. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah, it. second round. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. We're playing. Right. You're but going with your riding the wave. But if as you're as long fucking, as we win two games, we're okay. Right. Two games. If it's you're a fucking squad and you're fucking going for it and you're projected to be right. like top dog and you fall short, I will lose sleep over it. And right. I'm just happy right. I'm, well, yeah, I'm not. There's married. definitely the game that you should have won is worse, right? Like yeah. right. when you're the underdog and you're like the pretty clear underdog, it's it's right. like you play with house money. Okay. Right. How, how do you feel? You play like with house you, money. You were the Russians playing 1980 hockey. Yes. You know? The they, they destroyed everyone for decades. First and of all, these college kids kicked their ass New York, in one game. America, like USA Hockey should have even been in the Olympics that yeah. year. They barely right. qualified. Right. Remember, you beat that team already in this tournament. 10 to 1. Right. And right. you in beat them in the got tournament. Waxed, got waxed. Right. In the tournament, you beat them already. And the best is, you know what a lot of people don't realize? So the Miracle on Ice, like that whole Russian thing, mm-hmm. that wasn't for gold, that game. No, that was... Uh, that, that was... That was no, fucking, they had to beat somebody else. Yeah. Then. It yeah. was, I think, Sweden. Finland. Finland. Yeah. 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 So, but... He remembers, like, Right. Literally. So, like, nobody even remembers that game. Like, USA fucking... I think we were Jim might remember that game. I, I watched the game. I remember watching <laughs> the game. But you'll always go down as, like, Miracle on Ice... That was like the fucking America versus Russia. And like I think not that we were going through the Cold War, but we may have been going through the, the Space Wars at the time. So I, I, I was, what, 19 years, 11 years old, right? So we were in the middle of a like a recession. So right. gas prices, right. Jimmy Carter was president. America felt like crap. It was just crap, crap. And this was the only – a war was ine- inevitable. We're going to fight Russia. Mm-hmm. Right? So- it felt, like it felt like it felt like but in the meantime let's just, see how big our dicks are yeah <laughs> and these guys are they, they're bigger badder you know they're they're consummate professionals they beat the right. NHL's best right. easily they right. beat, they beat the pros easily. and it was like it was like the movie Little Giants it was literally the movie like the Little Giants if you think about it it is no you're 100% right I'm just saying but and that's why Herb Brooks, man, when he and when he came to the Rangers, I thought, oh man, oh, yeah, we're gonna it. win, right? And it didn't quite work out. But it was, <laughs> but it was a fun run for a while. Like you know, here's a real question: You think fucking American hockey prevented a war? Good question. I think I think it changed people's perceptions because I I saw interviews with the the Russian guys, 
Cause, yeah. run, cause, like, I feel like American Hockey. I'm just going oh, off no, on yeah. oh, yeah, Mr. Lotto. I don't know. Because I feel like okay. I feel like American Hockey. Once we beat Russia in the fucking the Miracle on Ice era, it was like, hey, Russia, here's a big fat. Well, you know what it did? It gave a lot of Americans who were down on America. Miracle! Right again. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. like, fuck you. Fire it up, baby. It's right. like, Russia, we beat you in your own game. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Imagine what we'll do to you in a fucking war, right. bitch. Wait till kids. we get basketball. Sign me up. Dream <laughs> <Same> team. <laughs> Yeah. Does Russia even put a basketball team out on the court? They had a good team. The USA before USA black people were allowed to play. Yeah, <laughs> makes yeah, sense. Before. USA uh, lost to Russia a couple times. Get the fuck out of here in the Olympics. And there was one 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 game where they had to reset the clock like seven times in Russia. No, no, no but it, the, it seems like to be fair. Remember though, there was a period where if you were a professional mm-hmm. athlete, mm-hmm. you could not you couldn't play. Right, yeah. but if you lived in Russia, you nobody was a professional athlete. Well, think about so they're best of the best. Like that Russian team was well, technically per- amateurs. No, they were Russian army. Right. Right. So like uh they're like an army team, right? Zubov was thirty years old. Right. And basically was like an NHL all star. Yeah. Who could who would have been the highest paid player ever. Right. Yeah. You know. But he played in Russia. You know? Yeah. That Russian team was a, a super professional team. How crazy is it even with Russia with fucking Panarin? Did you hear about that story? Yeah. So Artemi Panarin Top five NHL player mm-hmm. in the NHL. Obviously, he's on the Rangers. We mm-hmm. know this, right? Because he's from Russia, and he's now he's living in America. He's very vocal about Russian politics and how the communism mm-hmm. and how he stands against it. And, Putin, right, right. Yeah. So the whole Putin thing. So Putin, the psychopath that he is, literally took ex-Russian NHL players that are like coaches in like Russia now in the KHL, mm-hmm. and they put a hit story on him saying that. Um, Artemi Panarin 10 years ago uh, sexually assaulted this girl on one of the teams and they, they me too him and mm-hmm. the thing, yeah. so the thing about Russia is that like if you get convicted of like sexual assault or rape or stuff it's not like you go to jail forever you die like, yeah, you, go, you, go you, you get killed yeah. no you, go, you get killed so Artemi Panarin now is shitting his be- fucking shitting bricks because he knows that's not true. And American culture is like, oh, don't worry about it. If you have money right. and just you do really good, just keep you just keep winning, you'll be fine. He's like, no, you don't understand. Right. I have family still in Russia. And I can't go home. Right. Yeah. So um, he had to take a leave of absence for a little bit and like go into protection, get his family into like protection. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like, turns out the story was a total hit piece. It was all fucking bullshit. Yeah. But they had fucking Russian, like fucking goon, fucking uh-huh. ex- NHL coaches like fucking talking about how he did it and stuff. Well, that's a lesson to learn. Like, right. if you get out of Russia, don't talk about Putin. Or how about that's a lesson learned that this is how beautiful America is where you can fucking speak your fucking mind and not have to worry for about now, your now. Fam- for now. For now. Yeah. And not have to worry about your family literally getting killed ask, or, or her hearsay. Ask Sharon Osborne about that. Oh, <laughs> boy. Yeah, she's the nuts yeah. one now. She's on the view. She had to quit. She had yeah. to quit. They forced her to quit. Fucking so she was real. forced to quit for defending her friend. For his right to have an opinion, mm-hmm. she didn't. She weigh didn't agree in with it. All. Yeah, she said I disagree with him a lot, but he's going to get to freedom to speech. Dude, we gotta hit like a boiling point soon. Like I think, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna think like close. a boiling pot. Yeah. yeah, and I think eventually we're just gonna overflow. Well, here's the thing: we were split down the middle, right? I think we were split down the middle, and as one side eats itself, right? Like, yeah. Think, watch, watch Bill Maher. Mm-hmm. Bill Maher is slowly starting to be like, "Hey, hey, we're fucking up." Like mm-hmm. we're. Because I'm surprised, like, I'm surprised he still has a show at this point. Me but too. It, yeah. it's, <laughs> um, yeah, that's but the idea being is one side is is starting to lose people. We're losing people over here. You know what I'm saying? So 
Um, yeah. No, we're losing people, but I mean, why was Bill Maher? It's fine. Yeah, but why was what's so like the last thing I remember about Bill Maher was when Crenshaw went on his fucking on his station and basically bitch slapped him. Did did like <laughs> media murder and like because listen, I like Bill Maher and he's a pompous fuck. He's a sarcastic fuck because he thinks he knows his shit, right? Right. So like he thinks he knows his shit when he does his rants, okay. and he thought that he was gonna put Crenshaw on. Impress him about whatever the, the topic was. And Crenshaw straight up, literally on air, basically fucking bitch slapped the fuck out of him. And you saw a face that Bill Maher never made. He had like the, the, the sad puppy like, oh, okay, um, okay, um, but wait, but, but wait, the statistics. And Crenshaw's like, wait, I'm not done, son. I'm not done, son. And, and, I'm speaking. And, right. Simmer down now. Right. And like Bill Maher always has that like, I'm the aggressor, like, no, fuck you. This yeah, is what it is. He's pompous jackass. Right. right. So that's the last time I heard of, like, really Bill Maher. Um, it's more you know? of uh, he's starting to, to try to call out cancel culture because he's saying, like, we're canceling each other I now. I saw that yeah, Assholes. It, hey, yeah. we got to cancel them, not us. I, I actually saw that segment. Right, because every actually. time they try to cancel somebody right. from the right, that person makes more money. Yeah. Right? They're like, fuck Goya. Everybody's like, we're only buying Goya. Yeah. Right? right? Like, like it's, So that should be a sign. Right. So they, like, they, I, so they I start, bought Goya. Right. So yeah. they start eating each other. Because fucking also, JP Morgan. I had to bind it. People on the thing, the worst thing you can do is apologize. And only one side right now is apologizing when you're like, oh, you said that thing 10 years ago. And they're like, I am deeply sorry. I'm going to take a leap. Now you can't. Once you do that. See, that, that's the problem with the Republican. Look at Jay Leno, dude. That, oh, yeah. Jay Leno's apologizing for jokes he made 20 years ago. But that's, nuts. that's a problem between the, the Democrats and the Republican divide. Like, the Democrats will never apologize for what they did wrong. The Republicans always repub- like apologize for what they did right. Mm-hmm. Right. They, they don't stand up and fight. And that's the lineage. The Democrats don't believe in anything, so they have created this, this, this their own ideology. That's mm-hmm. their religion is the politics, right? Right. Republicans are fiercely independent, so they don't really like to play as a team too much. Because they'd rather be left alone, right? We don't operate. We don't operate as a as a cohesive unit, right? You know, like, and that's what you have to do. You start have to mm-hmm. start adopting some of their tactics, right? And I, so I think for my so my final thought is going to be that a boy lot. I'll finish up with our good final is, thought. Yeah, I was thinking about because we were talking last night about um, the Asian hate thing, right? Right. And a big thing about you know where the hate comes from is in a lot of communities the Asians have collectives. Right, they, they they form a group of people and they buy property because that's how you make money in, in the United yeah, States. Yeah, of course, Jews right. do it all the time. So, more right, Borough Park, more Borough Park, Borough Park. Right, exactly. So <clears throat> that's how you make money. Right. The problem is they've got that going, but groups in America, like me and you and Jim, like if we got yeah. enough people together, we can start buying property. But we don't operate that way. Yeah. We all operate as individuals. Or so now, right. So now you have the left side that operates very well as a as a mob, whereas the right side is like, well, you do your thing, I'm going to do my thing, like. Hopefully nobody dies, but you know whatever. Right. But the thing we're probably gonna have to start operating a little bit more as a mob, like Christy No. You know, yeah. off off air, yeah. off air. I want to talk to you about that. Remind me about that because that's a great point you brought up. Because mm-hmm. I want to pitch something to you. Um, my final thoughts are going with Lotto's Asian hate because that's like the new like cool topic. Just let's not forget, sixty days ago, two months ago, it was all about. Jewish people getting attacked, Hasidic attacks. It was it was all of a sudden you saw all these candid videos of Jewish people getting attacked. stop Jewish hate, anti Semitism, blah 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 blah. And then two months before that it was uh, uh stop uh African American attacks, uh, cops doing this and blah 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 blah. 
This all stems to a fucking media propaganda, media direction, media vision. They all have a fucking agenda. If we as a country want to fucking move forward and be united or just even be successful. We don't have to be united. Let's just be successful and not dicks to each other. We need to start fucking chin-checking the media. And when you chin-check the media, like, really chin-check them. Not chin-check them, oh, I'm sorry, moving on. Anyway, in this news, like, I threw that really hold I that shit accountable. That yeah. They should have fucking liability because their actions have consequences. And their, their consequences are fucking serious. Serious fucking consequences. And my last final thought, if we want to do final, if, if we want to do fucking gun reform, and we talked about it all day, let's have logical, sensible gun reform that you can put on the table and mix and match and not be extremist about it. We understand that there's a problem and we can work on it while pro 2A and anti 2A people could be happy on both sides. Jimbo, what are your final thoughts, brother? My final thoughts is I just had a lot of fun. You know, hanging out with you guys, talking, drinking beers, and uh, talking shit. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think you covered a lot of a lot of good things today. Well, coming to you as a special edition from Jim's Rape Lounge. Slash, <laughs> slash the Gilmore Lounge. Way more controlled because we don't have whiskey. <laughs> no right. whiskey involved. This was right. way better controlled-wise. Asterisk on the final thought, there will be no more whiskey on <laughs> You know what? Why don't you take us home, Big Daddy? All right, boys and girls, ladies and gents. Another successful episode. I think we were well more prepared, well more tone and yeah, professional. And uh, yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm still I'll say what I want to <laughs> say before you start fucking canceling me. And with that being said, episode 43, Red, White, and Brew, baby! Oh, <laughs> I got a piece of bread. Excellent.